It's been a while since you gave yourself a fair chance at being happy, at feeling magic, bragging about being independent. You can't allow anyone to take control, give you what you deserve, or do things without you asking. You love so hard you don't even trust yourself. You don't trust the person you become in bed next to someone who you would do anything for because what if they wouldn't do the same thing for you? While the person who has made you this way is still somewhere out there doing what makes themselves happy, I think it's about time you get on the same shit too and stop being afraid. Or thinking of the things that could go wrong or why you don't like somebody in the middle of the first date, ruining things before they start by comparing them to your past relationships because you wasted years with somebody you was never supposed to be with or planned your life with someone who turned out not to be shit. You deserve bliss. You deserve something that's softer than rose petals. I think it's time you let love catch you. Welcome back to Self-Care and Chill with Maui. I love that poem. Reading y'all for filth. Yes. Allowing yourself to be happy. Allowing yourself to fall in love. Your trust issues and the problems that you feel like you might have that all stemmed from this last relationship while they out here making themselves happy. Not that we got to get on the same shit that they on, but shit. My life will not start because, stop because of what I went through with your ass, your filthy animal. So I did a poll on the new page. If you're not following this self-care and chill page. And I asked y'all, what kind of topic should we talk about today? And the winner of the topic for today was A and C, properly dating and taking things slow. I definitely feel like we touched on a properly dating before, so we can intertwine the two. On another note, I really missed y'all. It's been one hell of a long ass week. I did drop a podcast for you guys, I think a couple days ago, but it's been really hard with the amount of orders that I'm getting every day. So I'm definitely in the house all day packing books, shipping books. It's ridiculous. But nonetheless, I still appreciate you. If you're listening on Apple, please leave a rating and review. I am a part of Apple's top 50 podcasts, and I would like to continue to go up with you guys' help and support. So thank you very much. But on to the fact that you guys want the topic to be taking things slow. The fact that y'all feel like y'all fucking Russian irks my goddamn soul normally you would think that the woman wants to take things slow and get to know you more but y'all running around here like grown men y'all out here just like the boys being trifling being messy the other day we were on live and I went live with some guy and I had asked him how hard do you think it is to have sex with a woman he said it's not hard at all and then had the nerve to say like he's never been on a real date So how did you build something with someone to even get to the sex phase when you never even took them out on a date? So after I asked him that, I decided to call my best friend and see how he felt about it. He said, absolutely, especially during the pandemic. You ain't got to take them nowhere. You could just call them every day, be consistent, send them some nail money, and they giving it up. I asked my boyfriend, like, do you feel like everybody, a lot of the men in my life were saying that freaking, no, it's not hard to have sex with a woman. And it's because we are not requiring shit in the fucking beginning. Like, what is going on? Where is the disconnect to the point where we aren't valuing ourselves the way we were supposed to? And we're treating things like they don't matter. At the end of the day, 
If I want to build something with you, or I see something, even if you had a place in your life where you don't want a relationship, you just want a friend, a quote unquote friend. That's cute. Because you're still exchanging sexual energy with somebody that you wouldn't even want to be in a relationship with. Cause, so that's kind of creepy to me in that sense. So if you out, and I can't tell you to do what you, your pussy. Please understand that. I'm not trying to tell you to do with it. I'm just trying to tell you how to manage it. I ain't telling you what to do with it. But if I was the pussy manager, I would try to tell you to manage this shit better instead of just giving it away for free. Right now you're doing a lot of stuff for free. That holds no value. So after I was talking to them and they said that it's not hard at all to have sex with these women and stuff like that, that kind of made me feel like, well, goddamn. That's why a lot of men will meet you in your boundaries and feel like you're doing too much. You're asking for too much. You require too much because they aren't used to it. They're meeting people that don't require them to do shit, that praise them for the bare minimum, that doesn't ask for much, that just wants somebody to come over, watch TV with them, FaceTime them every day, and now it turns into a situation where he's at your house all the time and all y'all do is fuck. That, no, that's ghetto. That is some ghetto ass shit. He don't do nothing but come over, watch TV with you, sit on the couch, play dumb like he don't know what's going on and the next thing that you know his hand is on your thigh trying to see if that pussy is warm and he's trying to fuck on you girl that's 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 the fuck ghetto that wouldn't happened if you was at dinner but the problem is you don't know how to require shit from people because you don't want to feel like you asking for too much or you being too much of a burden let me tell you something a grown-ass man is going to rise and meet you it's these little ass boys that's going to run from a woman with boundaries and expectations okay a grown ass man only concern is if you can reciprocate what you asking from him. These little ass boys that want to take you to a movie or one date and then try to get to your house the next time. That's who you need to stay away from and stop trying to build futures with their asses. Be honest with yourself with the person that you like so much and you texting. What kind of future do you see with his ass? He don't even see a future for his goddamn self. How he's, how is he going to lead you in life? He's going to be the leader of your household. He hasn't led himself any fucking weird. He's going to leave you, lead you down a road of fucking destruction, child. Anyway, taking things slow, like I was saying. When we meet in these people with the whole properly dating thing, and if you read my new book, then you know I have a whole section on properly dating. I want you to actually go on dates. This is your moment to shine. You're actually getting to know different people. You're texting different people. And then we're narrowing it down to who is consistent, who is putting forth effort, who is showing us that they are really interested in us? And I told y'all before in one of the last episodes, I don't care who you are interested in. I don't care about Maui. I like this guy. Who is interested in you? I don't want to hear about the story about how you like somebody and they're not being consistent or they're ghosting you or they're not texting and calling you like how they did in the beginning. What should you do? You're going to take the mixed signals as a no. And stop trying to freaking play charades or taboo trying to figure out what's the fuck, what the fuck is going on. You're going to take it for what it is, whether it hurts or not, whether it makes you feel uncomfortable. And the fact that you haven't had sex with this person is, go is going to make it a little bit easier to get over. When we, when we have sex with people, that's when we frustrated. That's when we want to keep reaching out. We don't want to feel like we played. Like, damn, I shouldn't even have gave him no fucking pussy. Look how he acting. I knew he was going to act like this. Oh, trifling, filthy animal ass. That's why I want you to chill because what's, what's the worst that could happen by you holding out? nothing and it ain't like we gotta purposely do it but you want you if if you want to have sex with somebody i want you to wait for them true colors to really pop out because everybody's gonna be on their best behavior when they first meet you that's what is the properly dating phase is for for you to get to know people people can't hold that mask up forever they can't pretend forever 
So this phase of properly dating, this is your time to really see who they are, what they're about, and are they really consistent? Is romance naturally in their nature? Or are they just being romantic so they could fuck you? Because a man that's not naturally romantic, he probably got two dates for you and then now you're doing too much. Come on now. He gonna say shit like, when well, you taking me out on a date? Excuse me, sir. Taking you on a what? I don't have shit for you. So, especially the men that be saying, oh, all y'all women do is ask niggas for shit, men for shit and y'all don't bring nothing to the table but pussy and make it Alfredo. I don't bring either, sir. I don't have either. So whoever told you that lie had me fucked up. But this is what the taking things slow is for. And if you don't know how to ask people for, if you don't know how to ask people for what you want, when they're in the midst of asking you what you're doing or what are you doing this weekend, you could say nothing while you got something planned. Because if he doesn't, you got something planned for us. Because if, if he doesn't, then why is he trying to see you? To sit up in your crib? To come over to your house? And let me tell you something. I don't know what city you in. But you know, we got places outside here in Philly that you, could, you can't eat inside right now. But you could go outside and eat. He could go get you some food. I don't know where y'all at. If it's cold or warm or whatever the case may be. Picnics, walks in the park, working out together, jogging together. Cute little free shit. Outside clothes. I'm not trying to hear that excuse. That's a lame ass excuse that a lot of people are freaking using right now. My man takes me out on dates. Okay. Last weekend when we thought Keisha Cole and Ashanti was going to do the versus battle, we ordered food from a nice restaurant. We came in the house and we ate the food together, but I don't want nobody to come in into your house. But that was something cute that we did. Lit some candles, enjoyed watching TV together and watching movies. I don't want them over your home. That's too much. That is your sanctuary. That is your peaceful place. And that is not a place that you need to just be letting random ass people come over. Sage your goddamn house. If he wants to see you, then he needs to plan something. Pay attention to the questions that a person asks when they first meet you. Are they really getting to know you? Like, and, and don't think a man is corny. If he's, you ever text somebody and it's like the conversation is dying and that one person that likes the person more keeps trying to text a random shit to keep the conversation going. Cause they probably enjoy talking to you so much. Don't feel like a guy is corny. If he's saying like, Oh, well how many siblings do you have? Or what's your favorite food? He's trying to keep the conversation going. He's interested. Y'all be thinking it's annoying. Meanwhile, Jerome, that don't fucking text you back, that text you at two in the morning, is you up? You like him so much. I want you to stop attaching yourself to, to love that is challenging. Stop attaching yourself to shit that is hard and difficult. The fuck? What kind of twisted? What? No. Gravitate towards who is consistent, who is putting forth effort, and who is showing that they genuinely like and care about you. Or are you going to spend your whole life waiting, wasting your goddamn time and identify the parts of yourself that need to be worked on so that you're not looking for other people to fill these kind of voids? Ask yourself, am I really ready for a relationship? Am I really ready to date? Am I really ready to be around somebody consistently? Some of us have been alone for so long that we got to reteach ourselves how to coexist with somebody. Take things slow. It is no rush. It is no rush. I told y'all when I met my boyfriend, I was on my, my celibate journey. I was chilling, minding my goddamn business. I told him in the beginning, 
I'm not having sex at this point in my life right now. You ever talk to somebody and they irk you so bad and you decide that you ain't having sex no more? That was me. I would do that all the time. My ex would make me mad and I decided that I don't have pussy no more. I don't have a pussy in between my legs. I'm a Barbie doll. There's nothing here. So when I met him, I was on my celibate journey. Outside of the fact that I really was at a place in my life where I wanted to give something up for God. I wanted to focus on my goals and stuff like that. So I didn't want to drink and I didn't want to have sex. I just wanted to focus on the goals that I had set. So when I met him and we're talking every day and he was a guy with the questions, then we did like 21 questions when we met, we were texting and we stayed up until like five in the morning, just asking each other, oh, what's your favorite music? Who's your top five rappers? Like, what's your dream vacation? Like, it might've seemed corny, but it was so cute to me. I like corny, cute shit. But when I told him that like, I'm, I'm not sure when I want to have sex, I don't want to have sex and we would hang out together. He never tried to like rub my titty, touch my butt, like rub on me. If we sitting on the couch, he was respectful to my decision. And somebody had asked the the other day on live, Maui, how can you tell if a person is being consistent, but just for sex? And in my new book, I talk about this too, about you being able to identify a person that's being consistent because they're interested in you and a person that's being consistent because they want some vagina. And I say, people always tell on themselves. If a person is being consistent, but only wants pussy, that's the man that is touchy-feely, always trying to flirt with you, always in your face. Whereas though, you can feel like it's like icky. Ew, back the fuck up. I already told you I wasn't having sex. Like, why are you doing the most? We don't like no, we don't like to feel like the person we talking to is pressed for pussy anyway. Ew, sir. What nobody out here touching on you? You're a filthy animal. Get your hands off me. But anyways, talking to him and him not being impressed, it made me attracted to him more. I love the fact that he respected the boundary that I had at this point in my life of not wanting to have sex. And even like when we would be laying in my room, because at the time I didn't have no, um, I had just moved into my place and I didn't have no TV in my living room. So we would watch stuff on a laptop. My TV hadn't been delivered yet. So don't play. <laughs> We would watch stuff on my laptop, but my couches are too small for two people to like be laying on. So we would just lay on the end of my bed and watch movies together. And we would be like, not super close, but just sitting next to each other. He wouldn't try to reach over, like put his hand on my hip, nothing like that. And when we finally did kiss, it was because I kissed him. I kissed him first. He was looking the fuck good with his haircut. And it made me comfortable because it was on my time and I didn't feel pressured. I didn't feel like I got to have sex with him because, or he not going to like me because I'm making him wait too long or let me put the pussy on him so I can show him that I'm better than everybody else that he ever talked to. I didn't feel none of the pressure that this world kind of brings you sometimes when you dating or talking to somebody that you really like. I just felt like I want to kiss you right now and here it is. But I know there's been other times where I rushed it. I rushed to prove myself to a person. And then the shit backfire because a person knows what they want. They know, they know if they want to be consistent. They know if they want to take you serious. So if a person is making it seem as though they don't got shit for you until you got something for them, like, oh, I'm going to start taking you out on dates when, we, when you start having sex or something like that. That's not the person for you. If a person is making you feel that they can't really do shit for you unless you having sex with them or unless you being nasty, that's not the person for you. 
if a person is okay, that's another thing. If you are at a place in your life where you just going to allow men to come over your house and that's your homebody, quote unquote, that shit makes me mad. Cause even homebodies like to get treated romantically. Even they want to go out on a date. Even they want to get dressed up. But if that's your shit and you want to keep allowing a man to come over your house into your space in the house that you pay bills for, that you decorated, that you wash the dishes in, that's your fucking business. But I want you to tell that ain't the way. I'm going to tell you right now that ain't the way. Allowing somebody to continuously come into your space where they don't contribute. They don't even bring you a freaking case of water on their way over here while you make them dinner consistently, yet, yet, yet they don't want commitment. Come on, let's be serious here. What's the point of investing all these beautiful parts of yourself with somebody that doesn't even want to be commitment committed right now? It's, it's basically wasting your time. So you and your Alfredo could go sit the hell down. Go and sit down. Go and head out. I'm going to need for you to log off of me, baby. Log off of me. You and your Alfredo, go ahead, pack it up. Put it in a container now. It's like, <clears throat> if you meet a person... And y'all get to a place where you cooking dinner all the time and you overextending yourself, which I know we do sometimes as women often. And this person is okay with coming over your home, not bringing a grocery for you. I mean, you are cooking for them consistently, not bringing you a bottle of wine. One thing I will say with my man, every time he had came over, he never had came over empty handed. He would always say, do you need anything? You need anything to drink? You need like a bell pepper or something like that. I wasn't even, I wasn't even cooking at this time because I didn't really know how to cook shit, but he made sure he always came over with something, whether it was a case of water, some wine or some liquor. He never came over here with nothing or some food. He would bring food. He used to get these like salmon wraps that was so good. And he's like vegan cheesesteaks and it wasn't real meat. It was like some, some other kind of meat, but it was still good. It tasted like a chicken cheesesteak, but pay attention to a person that, tries to come into your life and add value and contribute. And I want you to ask yourself when you're dating and you're talking to people or you in a relationship, what do you bring? And stop take, I want people to stop taking the easy way out and say, Oh, I bring the whole table. No, the fuck you don't sit down, sit down. No, you don't bring the whole table. Sit down and really think about what do you bring? Is it support? Is it love? Is it friendship? Is it a, is it a listening ear? Is it, non-judgmental advice like really identify are you the business savvy person it can't just it can't just be we bring money even with the men what do you bring to the table that's not financial being able to identify exactly how this person contributes to your life and how does it make your life a better place what about this person makes your life better by them being with you and if you can't really think of nothing, then you need to reconsider what you've been investing your time in. The dating thing is cool. The talking to people is cool. I love that. But I want you to do this shit right. Because if you don't, you're going to end up in one of them relationships where a person is begging somebody to be some shit that they don't want to be. I told y'all, I do the confidential phone calls. And if y'all want to do one, I opened the books back up for it. But like I told y'all before, I talk to people all the time, like that are in relationships and they're begging somebody to be somebody that they no longer are. Somebody that they was for the first month of them talking. 
the fact that you fell in love with their representative only means that you didn't take your time to get to know this person or this person got what they wanted and changed, whatever the case may be. If we take our time, we don't even be tripping. We be mad that we done wasted our time, gave somebody some pussy, was cooking dinner for them every day, being nasty, letting them stay the night at our house, and they turned out not to be a piece of raggedy shit. They just raggedy. That's what they is. Filthy animal. That's why we be upset. Taking things slow. Going, how are you going to, and another thing is, for those of you that want to properly date, like, where is this coming from? Like, where are you going to get this date from? Are they going to break into your fucking house? Like, where, like, you don't go nowhere. Go to the market or something, to the bookstore. Go out there. Make eye contact with somebody or something. You can't just like a man picture. I feel like social media has made it so socially awkward that we think that, like, I'm going to just go on somebody's page. That's cute. Like, their pictures, get their attention, and hopefully they slide in my DM. That's cool if you want to do it that way with the whole social media thing. I'm not judging that. But I also want you to realize the value of, you know, real in-person interaction, eye contact. Remember when guys we used to just look at you and flirt with you, trying to get your number? And it's like, oh boy, calm down. Don't forget about that connection. Don't be afraid to shoot your shot either. I'm not a shoot my shotter, but I know girls that shoot they shot and they be making the ball. So don't be afraid of that. But I want you to know when you properly dating, you're not prematurely committing to nobody. You seeing what options are available to you. Who do you actually have chemistry with? So that when you decide to be exclusive with somebody, you know that you chose that person and you didn't settle for it because that was the only person that wanted to talk to you. Or that's the person that you liked so much and you finally got him to be consistent. If I got to fight for your love or you have to decide whether you want me or somebody else, I don't want that shit. I want love that has certainty. You see what I'm saying? I want a person to be dating me and know like, wow, I don't want to talk to nobody else. I don't want to feel like I'm competing for your time amongst a whole bunch of other women. I don't feel like we just start talking and you already be lying. That's too stressful. And when I think about, and me and my boyfriend joke about this shit all the time. If we watch one of them little low budget movies on Netflix and like somebody's cheating and they arguing about the phones and, We don't live in that world. Being in a relationship where you don't have to live in that toxic ass, cheating ass world that other people are living in, unfortunately, it feels so good when you meet a person and you're with somebody that was on the exact same page as you. Neither one of us had to convince the other to choose us, but I was properly dating in the beginning. He he has been single for a while. So I told him in the beginning, not only... When I, when we start talking to each other, there were other people that I was talking to. And the connection that I had with them didn't feel how it felt with him. So I cut those people off. I had been talking to them long before I was talking to him. And if it hadn't gone anywhere compared to where it's going with him right now and him coming into my life and being super consistent, wanting to date me, wanting to do all these different things with me. Why am I inter- even entertaining people who are what you're doing me to death? And I mean, we was, we are in the middle of a pandemic, so certain shit you let and slide from people because it's like, what is a person going to do besides ask you what you're doing? Y'all can't go nowhere. But this person was making an effort to find things to do. 
to find ways to make me feel special. And that was, that's when the grown ass women in me gravitated towards effort, consistency. Not, oh, this person has more money or this person dresses this way or this person don't got no kids or this person. Nope. How does this person make me feel? How much effort do they put in? Are they consistent? Do they make me happy? Can they communicate? Are they in tune with their emotions? That is something that is super important to me also. Is this person in tune with any of his other emotions outside of frustration and intimacy? Can he be vulnerable? And and what you dating, knowing what you want. You can't date if you don't know what the fuck you're looking for, what you want, and you out here freestyling. If that's the case, then you're going to have to entertain everything until something just clicks. Like, oh, okay, this is it. That's too much work. We got to know what makes ourselves happy by making our, our own selves happy first. Having some boundaries, having some non-negotiables. I know that one of my non-negotiables was I do not want to be with a man that does not properly communicate. If he can't properly communicate, then this is a deal breaker for me. By me dating and having conversations with people and how they articulate themselves and how they talk and me asking like if this is a question I ask a lot when I was dating too. What would your exes say about you? What do you, what do you think your exes will say? One of the biggest, one of your biggest flaws is if he say like, Oh, not communicating. That's not the man for me. I'm not at a place in my life where I'm in the mood to baby step a man through a conversation. I'm not in the place in my life where I can cater to the insecure parts of his, of him for his ego. If he can't sit there like a grown ass man and talk and communicate about what we going through, I can't be there. I don't want to feel like a teacher or a daycare owner or a nanny. Whereas though I'm telling somebody, a grown ass man, use your words, honey. Come on. What's bothering you? Are you okay? No. So that was definitely a non-negotiable for me. You got to know what's some shit that you're not in the mood to tolerate. And what's some shit that you can work with. Okay. You don't like the way he dressed. You willing to work with it. He's not, he's not super fun, but you willing to work with it. Because sometimes people don't be that fun, but they are fun when they're around the right people. Whatever the case may be. But you shouldn't, if you know you want a family and this person isn't family oriented, or you're into health and this person eat pork chops all day, having some shit that you're not willing to ridden the egg on. When you, got, when you got some non-negotiables or five qualities that you want a person to have, that narrows shit down. Because you can talk to a person and if they're missing some of these qualities, then you know, what the fuck am I doing here? What am I doing here? Because it's a dangerous game for you to be out here dating off based off potential, what a person could potentially be, especially if they don't see them think that those things for themselves. So you're dating and your experience is all based off the potential that you see in this person when that person might not even see that shit in themselves. And now they feel like you're just trying to control their life. No, it's given no. Take things slow. What are you looking for? What do you bring to the table? What is important to you in these relationships? With the people that you already talking to, how does they make you how do they make you feel? Do they make time for you? When they when you do feel special around them, what what are they doing that makes you feel special? Just being in your company? I want you to also pay attention to that. Oh, he makes me feel special. And y'all don't do shit but chill at your house. Of course you feel special. You're in the comforts of your home. Um that doesn't the fuck count to me. 
So no, it's given no. It's given no. Still hasn't been on a date. I don't like that. How do they make you feel as far as being out conversation-wise, the things that they say to you, the effort that they put in? Or do you really just like them so much that you're pretending that it's some shit that is really not? He makes me feel good because I look back on people that I talk to. And if I focused on how they make me feel, I didn't really feel anything. Like, I would just be hanging around a guy that I thought was cute or funny or smart. Or, like, he had things going on for himself. But as far as making me feel, I could honestly sit here and say that I was dating some people that didn't make me feel anything. Like, just sitting next to a person and you think that they're attractive or whatever, but you don't feel nothing. Like, it's not like a connection, if that makes sense. Like, you just think they're attractive. They think you are attractive. But there's no there's no connection. My man looks at me and I feel something. Like, I can look... He, I, the way he looks at me, I can feel how much he loves me. And I tell him all the time that I knew that you loved me before you even told me it. By the way that you would touch me, by the way that you would look at me, the way you talk to me so gently and calmly. You didn't have to say it because I had knew it already. Even in the liking phase, when you first start talking to somebody, I could just feel how much he liked me because he would just look at me and be smiling for no reason and was just always expressing how much he likes me. And when we find situations like that, it makes us a little, a bit embarrassed in the moments of our lives when we didn't know our worth and we settled for some shit that was less than. Not even knowing that what we want exists and that we're not asking for too much. We asking the wrong people. So when you date and I don't want you wasting your time on some shit that's kind of sort of what you want, but not quite. That's not fair to yourself. It's not fair to yourself, especially if you had a place in your life where you know how much you bring and how much of an asset you are in somebody else's life. And with you dating, I want you to also be accountable and be honest with yourself about the parts of yourself that's fucked up and need some work because you got some shit with you too. You don't communicate properly. You get mad. You get frustrated, shut down and cry. You don't know how to say what's on your mind. You got selfish ways about you. You got super, uh, super fucking insecurities and always asking somebody what you're doing, where you going to a point where that turns a person off and you're becoming unattractive because of how you're, how you carrying them. That insecurity shit, go work on that before you go be with somebody. That's some unattractive ass shit. That's something about me that I, that's a deal breaker for me too. Meeting somebody that questions me all the time or don't believe nothing that I say because whatever freaking tra- traumatic experience they had in their past with somebody else, I don't have time for that shit. I don't have time to be trying to convince you that we're not all like that. I am a grown ass woman with a child with some virtual school and a goddamn business. I do not have no time to try to help you in your trust issues. Go to therapy, find yourself and then find me. So y'all be honest with y'all goddamn self. Y'all got some shit with you too. And stop listening to your fucking homegirls all the time about what they would do. And I wouldn't talk, let, let him talk to me like that. Or Listen, everybody is common and based on their own perception of what they would do. Nobody is common and talking to you based off of logic and clear thinking. When it's emotions involved, the things that people say are ir- irrational and it doesn't make sense. So you turn into your miserable ass friends that have been single for 10 fucking years and they telling you to leave him or he's not the guy for you and you haven't watched them have any successful nothing. 
they've been dating forever and the shit has not been working out either because they aren't accountable with themselves and they don't think there's nothing wrong with the shit they do. They're grown and shit still talking about this just how I talk, this how I am. He going ahead to accept it. Yeah, guess what? It's given no. It's given no, I'm not. Be honest with yourself. The truth will set you free. Just like the name of my new book is so much to unlearn. Throwing away everything that you think that you know about love and dating and starting from scratch. It's a little scary, but it's worth it. And managing your vagina better. If you had your whole phase or you're going through it now, that's cool. That's fine. That's your business. I'm not, I'm not telling you what to do with your pussy. I'm just telling you how to manage it. Okay. I don't want you giving it to people pre- prematurely. I want people to properly date you. I get messages all the time from y'all saying, Maui, you know what? I'm properly dating and it is so much fun. Yes. There are men out here that want to take you on dates. And then there are men who aren't going to take you on that because you never brought it up or you never asked or you never said nothing about it. He won't play that fucking game. Okay. Men know what they're supposed to do. He might not be creative as far as what to do with you, but they know what they're supposed to do. And that's where you need to know where you want to eat. You need to know where you want to go and what you want to do this weekend. That whole, it don't matter shit and leaving the ball in somebody's court consistently. No, you're a grown ass woman. And I want you to tell him where you want to eat, where you want to go, what you like to do for fun. And I want you to pay attention to after you tell him these things, if he takes you where you asked to go. Cause a person who likes you and interested in, who is interested in you will listen. I don't know why guys do that. They get to know you and say, oh, what do you like to do for fun? And never take you nowhere. And you just allow him to just keep taking you to all the places he want to go. And you don't even speak up for yourself because you don't want to seem like you're being confrontational or ungrateful. I told you that I don't eat pork. So why the fuck are we at picky fucking porky pigs goddamn market? Because you don't listen. The fuck? No, absolutely not. Taking things slow, allowing people to properly date you, figuring out what you want. What are you looking for in a partner? Do you know? Outside of somebody being attractive, dressing nice and having money, do you know what you're looking for? Do you know what could satisfy you and stimulate you, not just physically, but mentally and emotionally? Throwing away all the things and your misconceptions about what love is and what it's not because of the people that disappointed you or the love that didn't work. Or the places that you invested too much of your time and it turned out not to be shit. Starting over from scratch and relearning everything on a healthier perspective so that you can, can so that you can be and entertain healthier situations. And that when you're dating and talking to people and it don't work, we're not feeling heartbroken like the shit didn't work out because we were dating. We didn't invest too much, we didn't give too much, we were just going with the flow of things, and it was okay and it was cool. And we're not attaching ourselves to people that see no reason to commit to us or don't even want to be in a relationship or people whose whole goal is just to have sex. And we're just being faithful to a person that we're not even in a relationship with. Stop doing it. Stop being faithful to a person that never even said that they wanted to exclusively talk to you. Maui, I don't know how to talk to I don't know how to talk to more than one person. I need you to learn. Cause you're not having sex with people. These people, all you're doing is having conversations and getting to know people. There's nothing wrong with that at all.
do what do what's going to make you happy. Do what feels right. But also be able to call yourself out on your own shit. There's no point for you to keep wasting your time. So that's the end of the podcast and my message for today. Learning how to properly date, learning how to take things slow and calling yourself out on your own shit in the midst of doing all these things. Stop wasting your time on people that don't, you don't see no future with. Stop wasting your time on people that don't want commitment, that isn't, that aren't consistent, that don't want to date you, that don't want to do shit besides lay up in your house, eat your, eat your food and tell you lies. Y'all been talking for months and he's still talking about he's not ready for a relationship. No, he just doesn't want to be with you. We're going to take mixed signals for exactly what they are. People know exactly what they want. But as as long as you're entertaining them and their shenanigans and their half-ass love and their half-ass consistency, they will continue to give you crumbs in a bare minimum is because you allow it. Don't make me get smart with you, sweetheart. I didn't want to talk to you like that. Okay. I didn't want to get smart with you. Be honest about what shit is and don't feel embarrassed if you feel like I didn't invest in all this fucking time. Don't get frustrated. This is a learning experience. We are all out here learning and growing and the only foolish people are the people who go through life and they don't learn nothing or they have too much ego to admit their own flaws or where they fucked up at. Those are the only fools that are just going through life, going with the flow and they learn nothing. And that's why they keep doing the same shit over and over and over. And I've been a fool. Some of y'all been a fool, but the moment that we decide to stop being fools and start learning and start being accountable and start taking something from everybody that we meet in every situation that we've been in so that we can pour it back into ourselves and grow and know and a little bit more. Those are the people that really got some goddamn common sense because we don't want to repeat the same shit over and over. Every one of y'all that are listening to me right now that chooses to listen to me to get some better advice or a different perspective, y'all are not the fools. Y'all aren't the fools. The fools are the ones that can't, listen, can't tell you what they've done wrong in a relationship. They tell you about everybody that fucked up and did them wrong. Everybody that broke their heart. Everybody that hurt them. They've done nothing. They wouldn't even tell you, oh, I stayed too long. I ignored a red flag. I lowered my worth. I didn't know my worth. They can't even fucking tell you that because some people are so busy pointing the fucking finger. So if you're going to date and you're going to take things slow, make sure that you are at a place in your life where there is so much security that you're not walking around here rubbing off on people, the things that you went through. Make sure when a person meets you and comes into your life, we are able, they are able to love the version that you are not have, not have to love you and love all of the baggage that you are bringing with you from all these other people that you haven't healed or forgave, forgave them for I want to be able to come into your life at a place where you're happy with who you are and where you're at in life and able and be able to add to that love, to add to your happiness, to add how, add to how good you feel. I want to come into your life and be able to add value. I don't want to have to deal with all these other baggages, all this other baggage that interferes with me loving you because I got to get past your trust issues and your, the fact you can't communicate, the fact that you don't trust nobody. 
you a homebody and you don't want to freaking go out. You don't believe nothing I say. I have to break through all these barriers just to get to the making you happy part. Because you're at a place in your life where you don't even know how to be happy because you don't even believe that somebody can come into your life and just genuinely want to see you happy. So please make sure you are at a place in your life where not only you are, you are where you can be receptive to love, receptive to companionship. Because a lot of people talk about what the fuck they want and they're not ready for it. And until you are ready for it, God will continue to send you some, some stuff that's kind of sort of not quite. He will continue to give you a taste of what it is that you want. So that you can see that it's out there. But he ain't going to give you a blessing just for you to fumble the bag when he know you're not ready. Get your shit together. Stop playing around. For you be freaking 80 years old with 14 fucking cats thinking back on your life about what you did wrong because you was playing too many goddamn games. And not even just as far as relationships. As far as the businesses you want to start, you going back to school, you losing weight. Anything that you've been talking about that you want to do, pace yourself, write the goals down, take things slow, and work on things one at a time. Stop playing around with your goddamn life, making excuses every day, talking about I'm going to do it tomorrow, I'm going to do it tomorrow, I'm going to start on Monday. Come on. Excuses ain't going to pay no fucking bill in your house now. That's the message. I hope y'all enjoyed today's podcast. Stop making me get smart with y'all. Season one is almost over. We got one more episode and then we're going to head over to season two in 2021. And I'm going to start having guests on the podcast, more men perspective. Even though you guys love talking to me, we need to turn this up a notch and we need to get the men in here and, about what, and listen to what they think since they think they got all the goddamn answers. So I hope y'all enjoy listening and I'm going to talk to y'all next week.